Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara. Uh, For those who listen regularly, I apologize for uh, scattered launching of episodes recently. It has not been every day. I've been taking a little bit of time off for the end of the summer and also in a bit of a creative sabbatical doing a lot more descending and listening into what really wants to come through and sometimes uh, forced creation um, can actually get in the way of what really first needs to be touched in order to be offered, which is my way of saying that sometimes when I'm not feeling uh, creative energy moving through, I really trust that wisdom and take it down and listen to it. Um, And I'm trying not to override that. So I think we'll be back on the on the wagon come uh, September. Um, so thank you for your patience. And as a reminder, if you are looking for something um, definitely regular, the membership community, uh, there's a daily video that goes out. It's about five to eight minutes. Um, I know a number of you are already in there, but just wanted to keep that on your radar. That's at uh, coreymascara.com forward slash membership put the link in the show notes as well. All right. Well, we're here today. So I want to talk about uh, purpose and my general thoughts on it and what I've come to understand it to be uh, and the path toward getting in touch with it. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, so in general, I've uh, struggled with the idea of finding your purpose. I uh, never really resonated with a lot of the mainstream ideas around it. And I also thought it was very much, uh, and still do, um, at least the mainstream perspectives of it, is very much a, a social construction and something we try to create as humans to help us feel a little less bad and fearful about um, this whole confusing, messy thing of life. And the idea of finding a purpose or having a purpose helps it make a little bit more sense and to direct our energy um, and to feel like we have some control or influence or meaning around a lot of unknown uh, chaos. And uh, I think that's an amazing thing that as humans, we we do. Um, we can take a lot of seemingly meaningless things and we can create a storyline around it. We can give it a, a meaning. We can make it mean something internally or for others. And um, I think this is probably a big part of our evolution as well. Um, and how we've evolved as as a species, and it's it's given a certain like vigor and energy to our life, and so I think it's no wonder that so many people struggle with it and feel um, like empty when they don't have a purpose, and many people experience purpose anxiety, 
especially when I see other people who seem to have identified their purpose, they feel like they're missing something in their life. Um, so I, I still stand by the uh, perspective of not not finding a mainstream idea of purpose that has resonated with me. A lot of it you know, kind of just seems like different versions of finding a passion and combining that with maybe doing something good in the world or finding where you get into flow in different areas of your life and trusting that or, or just finding what brings you joy. And I think there's merit to different aspects of those things. I think all of them are useful in and of themselves and they can definitely be used to help uh, direct your life in particular ways. But um, for any of those things or even a combination of those things to to be equated with like purpose, uh, it it hasn't resonated with me on the, the deepest level and has also felt very mind generated. Uh, you know, and that's where things maybe like vision board or journaling, all of which can be good as well. But like you give yourself certain prompts to try to uncover a purpose. It just feels, um, it, it feels like it can get quite manufactured, quite, not quite sterile, but mental, uh, and then maybe you touch something that's alive, but you then, because you want it so bad, you want the purpose so bad, you hold on to it and you try to make it last. And then, you know, you're adhering to this life purpose that you previously established for yourself, but you're no longer in connection with the actual aliveness of your life and like the soft impulse moving through you. So for all those reasons, I, I haven't really resonated with the mainstream narrative. And so much of my my life and my practice over the last 10 years has really been just paying incredibly careful attention to the the human experience, the internal world um, and external world. But all, all we have is our whole experience of the external world is through the internal world. So we just have this system and then our capacity to observe it. And that's where I've spent a lot of time looking and understanding and trying to figure out you know, what is this what is this thing all about and I've seen that you know there's a there's a lot of junk in here <laughs> there's a lot of thoughts that are just reacting to different stimuli around us we see something triggers a thought of judgment and then it triggers an emotion of anger or resentment or disgust or fear and then that triggers more thoughts, and then that might trigger us to go talk to someone else and gossip about the thing or the person that we saw. And then that triggers a feeling of connection with the other person and superiority. Like, it's so interesting how this mind-body system unfolds. And I've also seen through observing it when I'm in feelings of despair, uh, there's a desire to want to make it mean something. Or when I'm experiencing pain, the desire to um, know that on the other side of this, something great is going to happen. So watching the relationship between sensation and emotion and thought. And it's super fascinating to see the actual hardware, to really pay attention to the hardware. And and you could it, name a lot of it as like the ego structure, the, the human that is trying to 
keep you uh, alive and you know surviving and connected and seen and feeling good and liked and praised all these different things that could be you know needs human needs i've also gotten to see what's beneath that or the difference between a thought that's coming from a, a fearful neurotic survival place and a thought that arises uh, spontaneously from a spacious intuitive place and what it's like to follow each one and the the cause and effect relationship when you follow one versus the other and i've seen how when i follow a fearful thought it ends up taking me into a life that um is then more organized around fear and i might protect myself from the thing that the fear was worried about but then i'm just in a new circumstance where i'm still trying to protect myself i'm still in fear of something shifting around me or changing around me and so i'm still in fear even though the thing is not what i was fearing the the fear protected something but i'm still living in the fear <laughs> So I've seen how like when I follow that, I, I get more of that in a sense. I, I just find myself in more and more situations where I'm trying to manage, control, etc. And then I've found when there's other thoughts or intuitions that arise that are more spacious, they're coming from the feeling of um, it's I'm not trying to survive or be liked. Um, it's just like, oh, this this is moving through me. It's like a pre-verbal non-cognitive knowing and it, it has this resonance of um of not being a decision has a resonance of just like complete unto itself has a resonance of uh, freedom has a resonance of deep safety a different kind of safety and i find when i follow that it takes me into more of that it takes me into deeper places of that and it takes me into feeling like I am becoming more me, more whole, more complete, um, and and a, more in alignment with something deeper. Any any idea of knowing like what the deepest thing is, or the the thing that we're supposed to follow, or that there's something in us that is uh, is the inherent thing that we should follow as humans i think we're all fumbling around trying to figure that out but there's some people like myself included who have kind of just made it our life's work to really look closely at that to really try to understand what's going on and then share it with others uh, for others to then look at their own experience as well and see how does that match up and as far as i've been able to to go on this journey it's not like I've been given some download by the divine or God or whatever about this is how you know what your life's path is or your purpose is. What I have been able to see very clearly and then check against with my students and for them to see as well is that there's a lot of noise in the system. And when you follow some of it, certain aspects of it, it, it leads you a certain way like i was saying before following the fear to a place that is maybe protected um but doesn't feel like the, the a truer thing 
And then there's other things that we follow that it just, for some reason, we can't put our finger on. It just feels right. It feels true. It feels correct. And I think that can sometimes be overridden or just mistaken as, oh, you know, just like a fleeting sense of okayness. But if you're really embodied and you've really you're really paying attention to your inner experience. Those are not things to be overridden. Like I view those as sacred now and now having training, more training and more capacity for stillness and discernment and attunement. It's like oil and water between what that, what that knowing is like and then what the noise of the ego mind is like or when I'm in survival conditioning or trying to be seen or liked or praised it's oil and water and i've come to see that that spacious intuitive like true space it's actually always there it's always available to be listened to and you could go away from it for a while you get caught up in some other thread for hours, days, weeks, months, years, decades. But it's this is still here. It's still waiting. I don't know why it was designed like that, but that has been my experience. It's when I check it against my teachers and the works of other people, you see across even different faiths and philosophies, you'll see a similar thing. And now working with students for a while, there's a similar thing there. So I say all of that to say, like, it, it's not just me saying this is my, my thing. It, there, you begin to collect enough evidence to know, all right, there's something happening on a deeper level. And my, my experience and, and what I've come to orient to is that, that if there is a purpose, like if there is a soul's purpose for us it is coming from that place and it's not a mental idea of what you're supposed to do for the rest of your life and and then you just kind of do that like disconnected from this place of of inner truth it's an ongoing deep commitment to listening and surrendering to what's coming through and that is how we stay intimately connected to that deepest quality of aliveness, of truth, of what I would say is is purpose. And the more I do that, the more I, I don't even ask the question of, does my life have purpose? It's just now woven into how I'm living. There's nothing more. Uh, because it's just it's this ongoing moment to moment attunement to the deepest thing that I can access, and in that is fulfillment, in that is alignment, in that is purpose, in that is presence, in that is self trust and faith and love, and it's it's been a beautiful thing. And it's been a beautiful thing to be able to usher other people into that as well. And uh, so many people just feel, and I get it, I used to have that too. But just so much anxiety around trying to figure out the thing. And I think it's just much closer than we realize. It's also much deeper and more nuanced than I think we realize. 
in many ways it can feel easier to try to you know go to a workshop and um where you're given a bunch of prompts to figure out what your life's purpose is and then go oh that's the thing but that is not staying with the aliveness that is that is you so um some of you may remember i uh, did a did a course a couple of or year and a half ago on meeting your purpose where we really unpacked this um so purpose has been coming a lot up a lot for a lot of people uh, so i'm offering that um program for a hundred dollars off for the next couple of days if you'd like it it's called meeting your purpose got over 12 hours of teachings and meditations and we look at it through this lens uh, that we talked about here and really how to unpack and parse that Uh, i also include a a couple of my other courses my 30-day heart opening guide and 31-day mindfulness and positive psychology course if you want some other assistance Uh, But you could check it out at the link in the show notes or coreymascara.com forward slash purpose if you're interested in building on what we talked about here. But uh, for those of you listening in real time, I hope you're having a good summer and um, we'll be back to a more regular scheduled programming soon. Uh, Sending a lot of love. Thank you for your practice. And until we talk again, take care.